Hello, Emerald listeners, and welcome back to another episode of The Good Old Days, the series where we get to hear our amazing Emerald alumni on their path through the career of journalism. I am your host, Brennan Ferber, and for this episode, I got the opportunity to talk to Ian Campbell. Ian is an Emerald alum who graduated in 2014, working as the news desk editor and as a Snowden intern his final year, later moving on to the News Review Publishing Company in Roseburg. Now he works as a recreation marketing coordinator for the city of Eugene, and he's covered a lot in his nine years since leaving the Emerald. Uh, and rather than have me tell you about it, I'll go ahead and let Ian do all the talking. So without further ado, here is Ian Campbell. Let's just get started with you introducing yourself. Yeah, so my name is Ian Campbell. Currently, I'm the Recreation Marketing Coordinator at the City of Eugene, um, and I'm an Emerald alum, U of O alum, uh, graduated in 2014. And what motivated you to pursue a career in journalism? And then what was it about the Daily Emerald specifically that kind of caught your eye? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I did not have like a romantic involvement with journalism early on. Like I didn't, you know, read newspapers on the lap of my father while I was young. It was just like, I was in college. I went there for architecture and I bounced around a ton. I went to like econ and poli sci and education and didn't really like or enjoy any of those. And so it was like late into my sophomore year where my advisor was like, but you got to pick something. And so she kind of asked me, she sat me down. She's like, well, like, what do you like doing? And I really liked all the essays and like researching about the thing that we were learning about, but I didn't really like doing the practical side of it. And she was like, well, have you ever thought of like journalism? Um, and to that point, like I liked the news, I liked newspapers, but I had not even considered um, journalism as a field at all. So I went out to the Emerald, um, didn't even go to the J school, which is kind of funny. Like I didn't even think like, oh, I'll go to the J school. I, like I did the extracurricular thing um, yeah. and pretty much like applied to be the ASUO student reporter, um, got that gig, um, spent all summer covering like a tr- the track event that was there and then kind of just dived in from there. So you got your degree outside of journalism? What did you say? No, then, then I switched. Um, you did switch. So it's like okay. I was just undeclared and floating around with nothing. Um, but I did walk away uh-huh. with, a, with a J major. Yeah. Uh-huh. And were you a part of any other student groups at the time? You said you worked with uh, ASUO. Uh, was no, there any... so I, I covered the ASUO. So I was gotcha. the only, I was the Emerald. And then I did like, I did men's ultimate Frisbee. But those were, okay. yeah, em- Emerald was the thing. I got to ask you about the ultimate Frisbee. We'll yeah. get to that later. But uh, <laughs> right now, uh, after graduation, you worked at the Register Guard as part of the Snowden internship. Uh-huh. which is a very hard internship to get. I know, extremely, extremely competitive. They get a lot of applicants. So would you say that your editorial experience at the Emerald helped you kind of make that step to the Register Guard in any 100%. way? Yeah, I mean, that, the Emerald is, I learned everything I know about journalism and like leadership from the Emerald and the people I worked with, bar none. It's like, I, I skipped so many J school classes to like work <laughs> late at the Emerald, which we shouldn't tell the J school. But yeah, it was like, that was, like that environment, that day-to-day structure um, teaches you how to work in a daily newspaper, teaches you, you know, the ethics, the timeliness, the deadlines, all that stuff. Like you can't, I would miss deadlines all the time in class because I was trying to meet the deadline for the Emeralds because like we, mm-hmm. we had print, we couldn't miss yeah. that. And so carrying that over to the Snowden internship, I mean, that's kind of what I relied on was that experience to get me into the Register Guard, which again, is a real newspaper where you have daily deadlines, which... Um, once I got felt kind of, I don't want to say easy, but like I was used to it because I had spent so much time in the Emerald newsroom, like trying to get the news out, trying to be on time. Um, Mm -hmm. and so it it carried over just immediately. 
So it was a seamless transition or would you say there was kind of a big step up going from writing for mostly students to, you know, adults in a sense? Um, I think the, the transition was, was relatively smooth in that, like I expected the pace um, mm. and I kind of knew what I, I knew what they were expecting. Now, does that mean that all my articles were perfect and that the editor was like, oh my God, we've, we've been sent this this incredibly talented kid, like absolutely not. Like they, they trashed my articles and gave me incredible input, which is what you want. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel like I was drowning at all. Like I, I understood kind of like what a newspaper was gonna be about, um, which helped me then learn that next level of newsmanship, which is, you know, how, how, to, how to perfect right. leads, how to be a better reporter, how to be a better interviewer, um, which, is, which is good. That's what you want your internship to be about. Mm -hmm. So you go to the Register Guard from, from the Daily Emerald and then to the News Review Publishing Company, which uh, you started out as a public safety and courts reporter. I just had mm -hmm. Megan Cuniff on uh, before yeah. you last month, and she's also a trials reporter. And she talked about how that branch of journalism isn't for everybody. She'd sit in on the trial, wait until it was over, go outside, fire off a bunch of tweets. So I'm just curious, what was your personal experience with courts reporting like? Uh, was there an adjustment period going from other styles of journalism to that? Yes, and the fact that like crime reporting is brutal, like you're dealing with, like you go to court and you listen to all this stuff and like mm. the, the things that I would report is not necessarily what I heard. And that like, you get to hear the prosecution, the defense and the judge, like say some pretty heinous stuff when they're talking about the crime that's occurred. And often, yeah. you know, we'd go to like, um, you know, rape, um, rape trials at Douglas County happens unfortunately all the time. So like I would go in and cover those and you'd have to like listen and then turn around and be like, well, how do I present this in a like respectful meaning way, meaningful, mm -hmm. but you know, sensitive to, to the public. So like that, that's always tough to do um, just as a human being, um, like doing that day in, day out, listening to crimes and you know, all the, all the bad stuff that happens and the pace is quick. Uh, like breaking news happens on the crime beat all the time, right? You get a call on the scanner that like a car has hit a telephone pole and you don't really get to finish your lunch. You just got to jet out and go see see what's happened um and from that aspect like since i was covering asuo which is more you know city council focused breaking news focused and uh -huh. um there's like a lot of information that you have to whittle down quickly um that seemed kind of like a natural switch to me okay yeah and the news review has been around for a very very long time 1920 to be exact uh the parent paper for that actually was founded in the 1800s and it was actually the first newspaper to go public with a website in oregon Mm -hmm. Daily Emerald has been around for a while as well uh, in the early 70s, so quite not quite as long as the News Review. But was it in any way rewarding to have worked for two grassroots news publications that have been around for so long? 100%. And the cool fact about the News Review is that the, the two publishers of the papers that merged had like a gunfight in downtown to like... Really? Like no one draw? knows why. Yeah, it's like on our About Us page. It was like they literally wow. had a draw on like Main Street to like figure out who. <laughs> yeah, so well, welcome to like rural newspapers. That's that's a ton of fun. Um, that's yeah, like that. That's definitely why I was interested in joining like a small daily newspaper because they do have that intimacy and because yeah, like the News Review had a long history of being pretty innovative um, and they continue to be for you know, a small daily in Roseburg, Oregon, where, you know, mm -hmm. most of the kids on the U of L campus probably couldn't point to Roseburg on a map, but yeah, they do cool stuff. Um, the website when I got there was not great, but um, they were always kind of thinking about like, well, how can we serve this 
you know, population well, which is exactly mm -hmm. what you want in a newspaper. Yeah. Has there ever been a part of you that has wanted to work at like a, a more national media outlet like the New York Times or something, or do you prefer the local level of journalism? I kind of prefer the local level. It seems more, I don't want to say it's either or, but like working the type of news that you get to cover in a small newspaper, especially when you're young, is unmatched. Um, yeah. Like I, I showed up at the news review like day one and they were like, great, there's your desk, but don't sit down. Like you've got stuff to cover, like go to the city council, go cover like big news, which is uh -huh. like when you're young, exactly what you want to do. Like you don't want right. to be running coffee or, you know, copy editing some all-stars reporting. But then like you get that interaction with the public so much more than I think you would if you worked at like the New York Times per se, right? Which I've never done. So I can't say, mm -hmm. but like people would just walk in the newsroom and be like, yo, I just bought your newspaper at the mall and now I want to talk about it. And that happens multiple times a day, all the time, just because we were there, we were in the community and people knew who we were, um, which is a really special connection yeah. um, that you get in a small town. Mm -hmm. And did you get a lot of chances to experience with multimedia journalism I, I've, at either the Register Guard or the News Review, or was it mostly predominantly print? It was predominantly print. We, we did some explorations in it. Like we would, I mean, mm -hmm. when I, like a year or two in there, I was the web editor and we tried like reading the articles. Yeah. So essentially it was like, you could just press play and listen, um, which actually surprisingly went well. But since we were so small and like had such a small budget, like we didn't, we had one photographer. Um, we, I oh, tried wow. to make a couple of videos, but it was, you know, it's like between court stints, I was trying to do multimedia. So we never really dabbled in it. I know they're trying to now. Um, uh -huh because you know it's, it's it's the future and i think even people in rural douglas county appreciate it but yeah that, mm -hmm. i didn't do much what's one story you did at the news review during your seven years there uh whether it be for good reasons or bad reasons that stands out among the rest i mean the big one's the ucc shooting but i think the one that walked away with some of the most impact for me was this i wrote this i got this call from a woman who like literally walked in the door and said like hey my my daughter's like service dog is isn't allowed at roseburg high school she walked into uh, the news review just walked in and was like i i have this daughter and she's like she's got a ton of problems she's clearly sick and she has a service dog and the school like won't let her in um like the dog in because apparently it's like allegedly had problems it was like barking at people and snapping at people and i was like okay that's seemed like a story so i like go to her house and i meet the daughter who is just she's sick. Like she's got seizures. She's young. Like she won't talk to me because she's clearly, you know, just, just incapable of doing so. And here's this dog who has got a service vest and the dog is just stone cold paying attention to her. And I like walk in and I try to like kind of rile it up to see if it's like one of the, you know, the service dogs that has a vest and doesn't care about me at all. Um, and I was like, okay, this dog seems like it's legit. And she pulls out the receipts and like, this is where I got the dog. We spent 20 grand on it, it's doctor's orders. And I was like, okay, this is a super sad story. She gives me beautiful quotes. I like called a school and they were like, yeah, we've had problems with it. So we can't, you know, let the dog in. And I was like, this, this has got to be against the law. Like this girl needs the dog. So I'm like reporting and writing the story. And that night Buzzfeed writes this article about how the student, this like kid in Virginia, got his student dog like in the yearbook like they wanted to take the photo of the dog and put him in the yearbook and i was like these are just like diabolical differences like this woman's fighting yeah. to get 
her daughter the help she needs in the school is just like, oh, like we're going to put the dog in the yearbook because it's a student. So I ended up calling that guy in Virginia. He gave me some good stories. And um, eventually, like they kept going to court. And I think just a couple, like a year ago, I think they ended up winning, so, like left this dog wow. in the schools, which wasn't part of my reporting at all. But just, you know, stories like that that happen. Um, but you got all town. that started, Ian. That's it. That's what journalism is all about, you know? Um, I think that that relates to your old question, which is like, yeah, I don't know if that have happened in a bigger city, like maybe, but she just like knew, knew where the office was. So she just walked in. Exactly. Yeah. So let's get into what you're doing now a little bit. You have switched from journalism. You're doing uh, working as a recreation marketing coordinator for the city of Eugene, uh, which is definitely a departure from, I'd say, what you were doing at the news review, but still pertaining to media. So why the switch and how does it compare to your reporting days? Uh, the switch was mostly lifestyle. I mean, I was, I was living in Eugene and commuting to Roseburg. Um, and I did that for seven years, partially because my, my, my partner is a school teacher in town and loved her job. So um, a big portion of it was just logistics. Um, mm. I, was, I was super sad to see let the newspaper go. Um, like everyone in that newsroom is incredible and the work they do is awesome. But I, I joined my really good friend here over at the city who's, who's the marketing manager um, and Ben Shoresman, who's also an Emerald alum. And he essentially just like sold me on the idea of, you know, government work is, we get to be a part of the change as opposed to covering the change, which is something yeah. that's always interesting. So like now essentially I get to make sure that we're marketing all of the good stuff that Eugene Rec is doing. So the opportunities that we're, we're giving to, you know, underserved communities, our senior citizens, um, people who need, you know, adaptive programs to get going. So like we, we kind of get to help message that out and let people know that um, it's available. So that that still feels kind of journalism me to me, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like we're sticking up and fighting for resources that people people need and maybe don't know exist. Um, so that it feels kind of like a natural switch. Um, yeah. So is it a little weird for you the dichotomy of, you know, you were once covering like obviously government group, like the ASUO, and now you're, you're one 100%. of them. Has yeah. that been, has that been an odd dynamic? Uh, it's been super weird, um, especially because I think like in the age where the register guard probably wasn't, isn't what it was. It, it's sad to like be a part of like city council meetings and see like no one's in the room listening. Um, yeah. Not to suggest that anything nefarious is happening at the city, which it isn't, but it, it just feels sad that like journalism seems to be slipping away in local communities mm. and as someone who's you know hot off the press it's just like yeah but your journalism ears never go down at all yeah um so i'm out of the newsroom but i'm always sitting there like oh that seems like a story oh huh. it's another good story yeah what has the the workload been like i'm like i imagine it's a lot less sporadic than journalism because journalism you kind of go with the flow but uh yeah what has that been like has that taken some some getting used to yeah i'm a year in and still not quite used to it um which yeah. i think I've, I've been told is healthier that you don't have to you know be go 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 all yeah. the time um so i'm leaning into that a little bit but yeah it it, it was it was a tough adjustment for me um mm-hmm. going from that like non-stop like i'm up at five checking my phone getting things organized i'm probably home at like 6 p.m so that i can continue to be on my phone checking the news and reading press releases uh-huh. um versus now it's like yeah roll in at eight and roll out at 4 30 and that's the day. Yeah. So I got to ask you about your experience with club sports. Cause I actually have a club sports podcast. I don't know if you knew that club Ducks, yeah. where I bring on people and you played ultimate Frisbee mm-hmm. who I have been trying to get on for weeks, Ian. 
and they just keep dodging me. Is there something about Frisbee players? They're just like naturally flaky or like, is it something I'm doing wrong here? What's going on? No, they're naturally flaky. Uh, th- that's kind of the joke. It's like, we'd always start practice at three and get going by like maybe four. Um, okay. Yeah. We're not, we're not super consistent. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll just have you on instead. The, the yeah, seasoned I'm vet. Totally down to talk about it. I love Yeah. yeah the club sports was awesome. I love that you're doing that. Cause that's just, yeah, as, as much attention as like the football team and the basketball yeah. teams get like club sports is dope. It's, it's Oh my God. Yeah. No, we just had a lacrosse on not too long ago and they do like recruiting. Yeah. And yeah, like we had, what well, it's, it's awesome. I love it. But you also, along with playing worked with uh, like did some of the funding for all of them acted as that like liaison. Can you take me into, into that kind of work a little bit? Yeah. So I think part of the, like in my panic to try to graduate, um, I kind of look for opportunities to, expand so I, I i joined the executive committee as like the vp of communications which is a title mm-hmm. that sounds way more important than it was i like managed <laughs> the, the social feed occasionally it sounds um, amazing on a resume though 100 percent, yeah, that's, yeah that's what it was for um mm-hmm. but we, we did like go if this is what you're asking about like we did make a presentation to the asus senate and asked for um money for club sports as a whole mm-hmm. and so that was yeah it was just like again kind of journalism if we're if we're going to go on that thread but like talking to teams seeing what they needed like what money what monies did you need what were you going to do with the money compiling that story and then making a presentation to to get money like governmental money and funding um yeah for ultimate and other teams that's awesome that's that's great work because i mean like you said they don't get enough recognition but uh that being said we are about out of time ian but before we let it go i just want to end on one piece of advice you would give to your former self back in 2010, 2011, whenever you started school, just starting out at the Emerald. Oh, that's a good one. I think if I were going to do it again, I probably wouldn't have majored in journalism. I probably would have majored in something else. We'll cut that but out. <laughs> I would have, I think that would have better served me in the journalism field. And that's, not a dig at the SOGC. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's how good the Emerald served me. Like every, everything I think I needed to know that I learned at the SOJC, I learned as well at the Emerald. Um, so it might've been, it might've behooved me to like well-round my background, like go into political science, go into business, going to econ, go into something that might embellish my journalism knowledge, going to history um, that I could then carry into a journalism career as well. I think that, that probably, that's probably what I'd say. That's what I tell myself now. So. <laughs> all right well there you have it ian thank you so much for for joining me for this great great interview it was good good meeting you good talking to you yeah thanks for having me